It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. And I'm Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. Textual healing. From jock to bear. Oh my God. The news, the extra, extra. <laughs> extra read all about extra, it. Read all about it. God, this is so stupid. Stupid. When you Gay. texted me this, I was like, "Why are you texting me this?" Yeah, Alan, Alan, and I are always pushing you to not fall victim for clickbait. Our producer sent this to me, and I thought it was fascinating. Oh, land! And it was, oh, yes, this was from I, land. Yes, Whoa. and it was a great, great, okay. a great land. suggestion to bring up. Not just because of the content. I okay. So let's talk about it. Okay. So <laughs> there uh, is the a reputable site, GayStarNews.com, <laughs> uh, had an article. As if it's a newspaper. An article, right. Uh, had an article about a guy uh, who went from <laughs> jock to bear. So remember like when Jenny Jones, like back in the 90s, had I went from geek to chic. So this is sort of the, I guess, in theory, the quote opposite, which is you're going from sort of slim and fit and, uh, you know, conventionally, you? Yeah, no, no, conventionally quote unquote, <laughs> beautiful, a landmine. to larger... And we'll say bearish. They wrote Fuller, his name's Dusty Fuller. Dusty went from having abs and being somewhat twinkish in his mid-twenties to being a full-on hefty gay bear in his early thirties. Now 34, the two photos that are shown five years apart show that he now now weighs 275 pounds on a 5'10 frame, approximately 100 pounds more than the earlier shots. Now, can I I just read his quote? It's incredible. Um, I'm going to read the second paragraph of the quote. Uh... And I'm going to read it as if he's a horrible human being. (laughs) It's actually been a lot of work to achieve my appearance. I certainly haven't let myself go. I don't gain weight easily. It falls off if I only eat what I'm hungry for, thanks to my fast metabolism. I'm in the gym lifting weights usually four days a week at an hour and a half a day. I count calories and try to aim for 4,000 to 5,000 a day. Eating that much can be exhausting at times. I am so sorry. Yeah. I literally... If 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 Gay Star News wants to do an article on someone gaining weight, they could have just followed me this last year. <laughs> they literally could have just followed me. I and it's not. It wasn't oh. difficult. It's just you just like you add like you just drink a lot of ice cream. You drink yeah. you drink a lot of ice cream. Yeah. You go to McDonald's. Was a lot. it exhausting at times? And it was never for Dusty has Fuller? been exhausting. Not <laughs> once. I mean, I've taken a lot of naps, but because of a sugar rush. Yeah. It is so Let's funny. Elliot. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny to me that this exists because they interview him like he's a head of state. They interview him like he's <laughs> like he's Madeline Albright. It's Secretary like, Bear. It's a guy who like was like, I'm gonna get big. Yeah. Because I want I'm attracted to bigger guys. I wanna be bigger. So he ate and ate and ate, and he's bigger now. And it's like, okay. Uh, okay, cool. cool. <laughs> Great. But they That's... write about it in this way, like they're profiling this like this like courageous <laughs> like, it's Yeah, they're so profiling nuts. someone who was held hostage by pirates for like it's, ninety and, days. And I hate and I don't want to think it, but it's like I feel like only like a gay male story yeah. would be so hyper focused on this guy gaining weight. You know that 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 is treated like news. Yeah, literally, like the fact that it's treated like news is bananas so to me. He goes and, on, and, and also we should say that this this didn't just 
show up on Gay Star News. The tweet that the 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 pictures that he posted actually went viral at first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he went on to say that he he, well, was, he was asked if he's heard anything, if he's lost friends. I haven't heard anything negative from friends. friends. I may have lost a couple of shallow friends, but I'm very much okay with that. He wants to gain five to ten more pounds, <laughs> and he's he's he wants to maintain what he has at that. I don't. I have no problem maintaining my. I have no problem gaining weight. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like I really am so lost on why. Yes. This per- I know. I think because yeah. because I think they're. It's so strange. It's like the, it's almost it's framed as though they again, I, this is just me the way I read it, but it's framed as though they want you to challenge like the writer wants you to challenge mm-hmm. him, I'm sure, to be like, but he but he but he's not hot. But you Wait, were so you, hot. You were hot, but he's, it's like it's why this, do you not want to be hot? Exactly. It's but it's he's all, still hot. Well, he's still he's a good-looking guy. It's just like who again, who the fuck cares? I can't believe yeah. that this goes viral. It's this just is, this is every yeah, Does mom he at least have in the world. What are you saying? Every mom in the world. What? You ha- every mom. You he have a kid. Wait over a four-year period. Yeah, no, but you have a kid. I mean, most people, ev- almost everyone I went to high school with who stayed in Michigan has gained weight. God love you. I mean, I, it's fine. It's God like I don't. It's, yeah, the this fact isn't. That it, the, this isn't novel. The fact that it took him five years to do that makes him kind of pathetic. <laughs> the fact. <laughs> I mean. The funniest uh, this is the funniest thing to me that they even have the audacity to pretend that they're some sort of like responsible news outlet so they go Fuller Fuller says he's also aware of the risk of diabetes an increase in weight particularly around the abdominal region can increase the risk of developing type 2 diabetes Fuller says I watch my health closely, so I'm aware of anything that may come up. I'm also careful with sugar intake to avoid such illnesses. Oh, thank like, God. Wait, thank God. It's like, thank like, God. It is, this made me laugh so much. Yeah. It's just the stupidest. But, and the, also, but the danger of it, again, is that it is it does nothing but continue to put hyper, hyper focus yeah. on the appearance of a yeah. gay dude. Yeah. I and will it say makes nothing more important in his it's life. It's front page newsworthy. Exactly. When he gains weight. When he gains weight. <laughs> you know, it's one thing that I haven't noticed in the picture, but I'm glad I'm looking at it now. He has sort of like a Russian Federation tattoo on his, or I don't know what that tattoo is, but it's some weird. It's like a weird slash. But he something. has upgraded his bathroom. He has marble on the counter now. Oh, that's true. Looks like he has more storage space behind him, whereas in the other picture, the first one, he only has the shower there. That's right. He might just be in a different bathroom. I mean, well, but he might have he might have gotten more mature and you know redecorated. So that's a hopeful note. Yeah. <laughs> Here's hoping Dusty Fuller has a nicer bathroom <laughs> and also doesn't get diabetes. <laughs> Not even joking. Today we have a awesome guest, someone who is a friend of mine, a friend of past guest on this show, Alaska mm-hmm. Thunderfuck, and just all over star, William B- William Belay. Back Let to me, one. I, I, I said, I know. <laughs> Back to one. I said no, William. No, it's fine. It's better. I like no, it. You like it? Yeah, I'm messy. It's very appropriate. I, say, I, I always say, I never say William, and in this one second, I just said William. My Are, grandma called me William, like, almost till she died. Really? Yeah, and then she died, so she stopped. Yeah. Wow. She called, oh, she insisted on it? No, her one of her Sons was named William, and she was a drunk. Oh, I think yeah. I was so focused on because I never say your last name. Like we were talking about how no one ever says your last name because everyone just knows you as Willem. I mean, mm-hmm. you're such you're like Madonna in that respect. Just, uh, 
You and, you and Defoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but his real name's William. Oh, my God. Oh, is it? Yeah, God. he changed what? it. That's annoying. Him. I did the movie auto Autofocus, and I was like, I'm Willem, too. And he gave me an up down oh. and then didn't say anything. And I was like, <gasps> Oh, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, douche nozzle. Oh, my Whoa. God. Yeah. He, he must be crazy. He seems insane. I know a lot he of people crazy. and he's um, got a giant penis. Yeah, I've heard that too. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Big, he's done so many Guys movies. with big dicks have, once Once you find out somebody crazy has a big dick, you're like That's that makes so oh, yes. much sense. Yeah, it's oh like, oh, na- da- oh duh, of course. Yeah. Milton Burl, right? Yeah, <laughs> Was it Milton, Milton Burl? Yeah, Burl, oh, yeah, had, Milton a Burl had a big dick. Big another, another enemy of uh, <laughs> you know who. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That MTV video, was it MTV <laughs> video? Yeah, awards that they ever heard between him and RuPaul, amazing YouTube moment. Pretty, pretty amazing. If you can't improv, you can't improv. Wait, yeah. also, um, Huey Lewis has yeah. a big dick. Well, Huge. that's the news. Huge, <laughs> <laughs> Huge Lewis. Yes, yes. Oof. Apparently. Wow. And I've read on message boards, Elliot Glazer has a huge dick. <laughs> Huge. I don't know. I'm asking. They're allowed. not reliable. They're not reliable. A joke yeah, that agree. Robin Williams said years ago that I never understood. Uh-huh. Maybe you guys can help explain it to me. I remember him distinctly saying a joke where he was talking about, I think, seeing the ballet or something about ballet ballet dancers. Yeah. And he said their their tights were so their 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 tights were so skin tight that you could tell what religion they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. how does that? Because if they're yeah. circumcised, circumcised, they're definitely um, Jew. oh Jewish, God. and if they're not, they're uncircumcised. But I mean, that joke really—it's kind of an old <laughs> joke, and it doesn't really work in the United States. I d- okay. Because everyone's circumcised, basically. Yeah. I was it's doing like pretzel common. logic and trying no. to point to different things and it yeah. wasn't working yeah. no. got it yeah. it's just cut around right cut. so we find we solved that well <laughs> so now you. we can get back to <laughs> thank, you, thank, thank you. you so much for doing the podcast yeah by thank the you way. for being we've been here. trying to get it done for a bit and we're really glad i have to here. pick up some wigs in the valley later anyway so <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here you know like two birds one Wait, that's a late wig pickup <laughs> well i was supposed to get them before i had a christmas party at eight and then um so I did a lap there, and then I was like, let me go get these wigs in Sherman Oaks. And I was like, I'm not going to make it in time for nine. So I told him, I'm going to get my wigs after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. pick up. Yeah. And it'll be just fine. Oh, o'clock. my God. Yeah. Well, so you and Alaska host Race Chaser, which yeah. is the drag ra- RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Mm-hmm. What, like, you have a live show coming up, which is really January... 11th at 11th. the Ace Hotel and Theater downtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what like what made you want to start the podcast? Uh, Alaska and I were leaving Burning Man. I was cracked out of my gourd. I can't speak for her. <laughs> and there was an Amber Alert for a missing child. Yeah. And the only thing we had to listen to for seven hours, oh. because we were 100 cars from the exit, which they closed <gasps> when the Amber Alert hit, yeah. was Out on the Lanai. Yeah. Yay. Alan's old podcast. And one of the episodes the was um, an episode where uh, an actress... Uh, e. Lenny Green mm, yes. um, was like talking, and I was like, I know this voice. She played young Dorothy. Yeah. And oh, yeah. She so was, great. She was either one of my directors or one of my writers on one of my episodes of Nip Tuck that I was Whoa, on. Whoa, yeah. really? So, yeah. So just like be like, <gasps> in, I felt so involved in Hollywood. I was like, oh, I know this girl. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> was like, I'm sure you do. Wait, did you know when you were working with her that she was young Dorothy? No. Yeah. I had no clue. Were you weren't, I mean, you were a fan of the I, show, I, but I, not like, massive. The show was not like I, I would watch Golden Girls and Designing Women in that yeah. little lifetime block mm. if it was on but sure. like I don't watch a lot of TV at all if it was on and I was blowing the guy who was watching it it would be fine <laughs> but um <laughs> like it just stuck in my mind oh and the Amber Alert was a 17 year old girl fucking her boyfriend oh, it no. wasn't a child no. they shut down a road for that they had to the parents complained it wasn't a road it was the exit Wait, from Black Rock was she Ocean. at Burning Man 
We were at Burning Man. But she was also oh. there? Who? Young Dorothy? No, no, no. no the um, the Amber Alert girl. Yeah, she was there. She was oh, at Burning Man. Kids wow. can go. Wow. Oh. It's not recommended. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Burning like, Man sounds yeah. terrible. Yeah, Burning to Man me. is sorry. So it's awesome. I can't Everyone do says it. it's awesome. I've heard about the showers. I've heard about the yeah, it orgy hot. tent. It sounds very hot. The I mean, warmth, I just don't dust. like being outdoors. Oh. Is it, where's the thing where people are like, there's so much dust that yeah. you get your skin is called it's something? It's alkaline. Oh, it's yeah. alkaline dust, so you don't get dirty. I mean, some people fucking stink. But yeah. um, my camp has showers. And, mm. um, oh, there's camps? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. different yeah, camps. Yeah, little encampments you make up. Huh. And yeah. ours is the house of prep and body, basically. We're all hot. <laughs> oh. And like, there's people like coming. I had a beard my last year, too, so nobody recognized me. People oh, came wow. right up to me. And they're like, do you know where Courtney and Willem in Alaska are? And I'm like... No, really. Uh, <laughs> it, couldn't it, tell it was you. So much fun. It was. That's awesome. It was, it's an amazing. Was this experience. your first year going? No, this was my third year. Um, that it got shut down at the exit. So watching out, on, listening to Out on the Lanai, listen to it for a while, and then. Um, I'm sorry you had to listen to me for that long. <laughs> no, it was cool because I I like um I like BTS and backstory on like yeah. anything Hollywood. Um, I'm so involved. Uh, BTS isn't that the. Behind the scenes. Oh, I know. there's it a K-pop too, group, right? Yeah. There's a lot of K-pop groups on BTS. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, you yeah. like K-pop and Alan's both podcasts. I yeah. missed them. Um, <laughs> but it, it got it stuck in my mind and I was like, how can I rip this off? Yeah. But for yeah. me. Good question. And then I thought, oh, I should do this with like gay movies. And then I was like, fuck that. I should do it with Drag Race. They're going to make money off of me and not pay for repeats. There you go. Let, yeah. me, fi- let me figure out a way. And they still owe us for Untucked. They're like, you're going to get paid oh. for Untucked too. They've, and as a separate <laughs> show. No. Exactly. Nothing. Cue laughter. Nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not bitter. I just find it novel at this yeah. point. Um, yeah. I will and, say, and I'll be completely honest, I, I didn't really know... I mean, I knew of you, and I had known of your drag for a long time, even before I started watching Drag Race, just because you were around in the scene in West Hollywood and New York, and I knew of you. And but I didn't know much about like your performing style. And then I, <laughs> with my with my boyfriend Michael, Dumpster I started fire. I started watching. <laughs> I started watching all of Drag Race. Bodily fluid. You had had this reputation post Drag Race because you were really honest about your experience on the show and your experience with RuPaul and your experience in general in drag within RuPaul's Drag Race. And I was expecting this sort of like you know dramatic moment and i just saw this amazing performer on the show who was like the funniest the smartest the didn't give a fuck you just did your thing on the show and you just existed it was really awesome to watch i think when um people go into a reality show and their agenda is different than everyone else there Mm -hmm. which my agenda was there i knew i didn't even have time i wasn't going to win because i knew in my head i wasn't going to stay until it was done because I had a show to do in New York. I was doing Danny Francesi's Jersey Shore's Yeah. <laughs> and that was during the fourth week of the five weeks of production. So I was like, all right, I had, when they kicked me off, I was trying to get kicked off. I was breaking rules left. I broke four different rules on four different episodes. Oh on purpose? On purpose. <laughs> and then I told the producers um, what I was doing. And they were rules that should have been broken anyway. Like yeah. I went to the store to get stuff because they didn't get us the stuff that they said they would when we gave them money. Mm-hmm. And like just stupid stuff where it's like you need to treat people better on set. They yeah. didn't know our names, bullshit like that. They gave us uh, $75 for 12 men to eat at 1030 at night. Huh? And I was like, that's oh not enough for anybody, even no. at El Pollo Loco. And you had Latrice on your seat. Even oh, Little she was the one. Her, me, Chad, and Latrice were the ones that night who wouldn't get in the van until they gave us more money and fed us Good. right. We were oh, pissed. Wow. Um, but then at um, 
at that juncture where I knew I had to leave, I had two more days and I figured if they didn't kick me off that day, which I thought they were going to, and I played my cards right, so they did, I was going to punch Fifi. Oh, wow. I was going to take one for America because half America a would, would give their hot teeth to knock stand up and take a whack at Fifi. When you say punch, you mean like, like punch or like smack? Punch. I've been to jail. <laughs> okay. For battery. You have? Yeah, battery. Wow. Good street cred, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What what happened? Why'd you go to jail for battery? Because my husband's a lawyer and lawyers are good at two things, cocaine and lying. Mm. And when fights happen, <laughs> you're not allowed to have a knife because of OJ. He ruined it for everybody. Oh, no. So the cops have been called to the residence a few times. <laughs> so on the third try, somebody's out. And Wait, it was me. Uh, and what the trick is, they say, can we talk to you outside? And if you go outside, they get you. Uh-huh. Wow! I had a fabulous MySpace picture for a month, though. Wow! Uh, <laughs> so this is back in the day, if we're, if we're talking MySpace. Yeah, probably 2008 or nine. It was after a Super Bowl party. The party was lit. Wait, but how long have you been married? <laughs> um, I was married from. I am married still um, from 2008 until now, presently. But I was with them. I started dating them in 2002. That's wow. love. Oh, wow. Not it, was, it was. It was love. It was love. <laughs> it was yeah. romance. What the health insurance I pay a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lawyer and you pay a cell phone? Yeah. Oh. Family plan. That's love. Oh, I love that family plan. That is plan. love. That is yeah. real love. I What I love about Race Chaser is that you and Alaska and Big Dipper, who produces the podcast, he's a guest. He's going to be a guest on this podcast. Um, you guys... Give the behind-the-scenes stuff that fans really want, but you also, like, make drag accessible in a moment where Drag Race has kind of made, for a lot of queens who don't have the means and the resources and the money to do the level that they're seeing on television, you know, you see these queens come in with, like, thousands of dollars worth of wigs and all this stuff, and it's it can be really isolating for a queen in, like, Atlanta who's just starting out who feels that they can't get anywhere to be successful. You guys are talking about it in a way that's really refreshing and I think that and making it accessible to people I think that Alaska and I both come from the school of um, Monique Hart just gave an interview and it really bugged me because she a she called me fucking busted twice Um, yeah she's because people were asking her about the disparity between like queens with money and queens without money Mm -hmm. and she said well just because you have money doesn't mean that you're going to be cute Willem was fucking busted on her season look and I was like you don't even know me and you're calling me busted a I I never had one outfit note the whole eight episodes I won three mini challenges I won two main challenges I I was killing it yeah I did my own thing so for her to call me that was a little offensive especially because anything designer I had it was on sale it was a borrow it was a pull I wasn't rich and I'm crafty I know how to sew I know how to do my own stuff so when girls are complaining oh i don't have the money i don't have the wigs you learn how to do hair alaska and i know how to do hair mm-hmm. you learn how to sew or wear garbage bags we both do that like right. you i got the garbage bags part too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that it's, it's do one that. of those things where like pheromone came in this week and i love her i'm her friend with all these outfits yeah. but she didn't hire a joke writer it's like what the hell like you you if you don't know your strengths you need to figure out a way to learn them mm-hmm. or to you know cheat and bolster them mm-hmm. yeah, and right. a, a lot of girls now are like oh i don't have the money to do drag it's like shoplift <laughs> shoplift steal shit steal it yeah um find someone who's prettier than you and be friendly to them so that they let you borrow their shit yeah you don't have to like them yeah and that's then, why i'm friends with alaska mm-hmm. yeah. just to borrow shit no. it's um she's great yeah 
Yeah. Well, and one of the things that you're doing, I think that's she borrows pretty... hair from me all the time. Yeah. Her Jackie at uh, Designing Women, her and Manila oh, wore right. my hair, and Jackie oh, wears Designing my hair all Women, the, time. the live the show. live show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. L.A. staple here with Jackie Beat and mm-hmm. Sam Pancake producing. I think uh, it's a really it's a really fun experience. I gave oh. head in that basement the first week I came to L.A. I'd look at Tina. Yeah, he's dead now. No, <gasps> no, it's uh, where, what is it called? C- C- Casino del, del Campo. Would you probably wait? wait did he die during hepatitis C? Oh, oh okay. not you okay? You can get from a blowjob. No, but he told me after we had been um, dating for two weeks, and you like Googled it. I was like, you didn't tell me. I ate your ass for a while. I was like, you can't get a girl only from blood and shit. I was Oof. like, well, you are clean. Brent's gonna pass out. He wrote amazing basal <laughs> responses. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he wrote um, Bear and Annie Rexic and the Saga of the Bleem Orphans. He's, he was Wait. a great composer. Damon Interpretolo. Bear. Yeah, B A R E was about. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. About uh, a Catholic boarding school. It was really cool. I was definitely thinking of the. Bear the movie with Danny DeVito. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was your like, work. listen, cool. <laughs> know your work. Speaking <laughs> of movies, you, you're you're kind of taking drag to another level. You and Shangelin, A Star is Born, which is awesome and incredible. And you improved. There was no script for you, right? Like, your lines were improved? No, there was a script. We didn't say anything from it. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, also said you didn't, you didn't expect that your improv would, so much of it would make it into the movie. God, no. Like there, there was one that didn't make it, it into the movie, and I knew it wouldn't because uh, I could hear Video Village <laughs> laughing. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way." But um, I think I read it, but can you repeat it? She um, peeled. A, she didn't have an eyebrow on at that point, or she was talking about her <laughs> eyebrows, and she's now. like, "My boyfriend's not gonna want to. F- my no, no one's gonna want to fuck me or something like that." I was like, "Girl, that's what doggy style's for." <laughs> and it, we had so much fun because Bradley once, I think Bradley knew because in the audition process that I went through, I went in for like a dead Marilyn Monroe and just that office felt like when I went there, everybody was chill and it felt like they wanted you to get the part, which is very, you know, casting directors say that at the little yeah. TBI workshops, but sometimes it's really intimidating and you don't mm-hmm. feel the love. Yeah. Um, but this office was awesome. And um, they just like improved with me and they let me do my thing. They're like, let, act like you're in a dressing room. Mm. Um, and they called my manager before I got back to the car. It was a Friday. And by Monday, they re released the part with a different um, specification phys- physically. And you're like, I, Willem. <laughs> and I didn't fit that. So, oh, really? Yeah, no. Um, so I was like, all right, you didn't get that one. And then they came back out with another part for a Barbara Streisand impersonator, did the fake nose, got the wig, did all that. And I was like, there's no way they're going to cast someone with a fake nose. It wouldn't be respectful to Barbara, all that. Mm -hmm. But I went in and did my best. And, you know, sometimes your job is to go into the room and just make people want to work with you and not necessarily get that job. Didn't get that role. And then they called me and told me, we have a part for you. The name's Emerald. I said, cool, send me a script. They said, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> nope. Wardrobe contacted me. I started going through that process. Mm. And then I was at Tom Daly's wedding and Lance Black's wedding in um, England. Wait, and, no. Lan- oh, yeah. Right, right, right. And um, I was talking to Bruce Cohen. And I, he's like, what are you doing? What's up? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing a movie with Gaga, Stars Morning. He's like, oh, I know Bradley. I did Silver Linings Playbook because he produced that. Mm. And I was like, cool. That was the rehearsal dinner. The next morning I wake up to a text that says terrible terrible news your scenes have been cut from my agent I was like I was like what did I do that was so wrong that God is smiting me clearly smiting me is God is pressed (laughs) Um, and then so first person I see when I walk down the stairs is Bruce Cohen and I'm like tell your friend to put me back in this fucking movie he's like what he was like I'm like I'm cut 
I'm cut, Mary. And um, I was <laughs> and I was cut for a week. And then I get a text from my agent that says they want to know your avail for these dates. They're they're rethinking some things. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, but whatever. Like at that point, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the town. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Because it hurt like to give yeah. a gay man a part in a Gaga movie and then That's take it away. Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> like it felt like I prolapsed. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, my heart prolapsed. Um, and then and then it 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 came together somehow and I yeah. got on set and once we were on set the first day um, they told me that they were going to add another scene for me the second day mm. and that was the scene where I handed them the guitar mm. and that was just me and Shangela there's a line That's from crazy. that scene that I keep saying to that people that gets the biggest laugh in the movie and it's so good just, I don't just care look just at, look at me while you do it yes. and I just <laughs> yeah. keep saying it randomly to people the funny thing is Gaga um, told me we, we did the rehearsal and I pretty much landed all those beats in yeah. the rehearsal so we kept them pretty much solid we played a little bit in a couple different takes but um it was an all-day thing and it was so much fun but uh after the rehearsal uh gaga said uh bradley really likes those two how you did it but switch those last two around and i did and it was just like having like her yeah, like as like my own little like judy that's yeah. insane like fuck that's dude. insane like that's big it like it, it kind of gives me goosebumps that like you know like I got to work with like her. Yeah, it's and, insane. And, and Bradley, and like I got to go to an after party at TIFF with Dave Chappelle yeah. hosting on the mic, and like, uh, like, fuck, like it was a killer. Just the parties, it's not, and, and it's yeah. not over. The dresses. No, you have the you Oscars so. coming up. I'm. I don't know. I don't think I'll have a. I mean, if them. you can turn out the look that you turned out for the premiere, you did the makeup with the eye, like mm-hmm. you enlarged your oh, eye. Right. Yeah. It was incredible. Well, I knew it was going to be the most photographed event that I'd ever be at my life. <laughs> so I was going to go old school and I wore Bob Mackie. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have to. It's a starlet, and I wanted my hair really big because I know Gaga always looks for the biggest hair in the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the makeup artist I flew out from Chicago, and that was he put me in drag on Monday at noon, and then I got out of it Wednesday at 12.30 in the morning. Wow. I slept oh, in it and then reshaved oh, and then God. shot a video on Tuesday <laughs> all day, a music video for a song called Daddy Dick. Oh. <laughs> How do you think, like, How you know, you, you awake? And, you do so much. Um, you know what? I, I, my, my motto is no one's ever going to, like, be old and be like, oh, I wish I stayed home more. Yeah. 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 Right. I wish I took more naps. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I do nap, actually. I take There's, a lot of naps. My, um, my doctor in San Fran, he's this cool guy named uh, Marcus Conant. He was like, in, and the band played on, and he's like an old school like San Fran doctor. Mm-hmm. And um, he's the one that called for the bathhouses to be shut down, actually, in San Fran oh, wow. during that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's got great stories. And like yeah. we were talking one day, and I was like, dude, you're going strong. Like I'm seeing the, the tail he pulls still at, at, um, at his, uh, at his, um, his I don't want to say age. Um, <laughs> At his uh, level of maturity, yeah, and I'm just like, how do you do it? And he's like, I take a nap every day, half hour, yeah. one fifteen to one forty-five. I was telling you before the podcast. I fucking love naps, oh my God. and I can sleep anywhere. I can sleep standing up. Wow. I no. fell asleep on a shovel once when I was a kid on a because shovel. Yeah, I was helping weed. Um, and a you garden. Work in a coal mine? No, my parents like <laughs> believed in chores, and and I didn't watch a lot of TV. Um, so we like gardened, and I like gardening. It's fun yeah. seeing like stuff grow. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. dicks, but really slowly. And <laughs> I fell asleep leaning on a shovel. Wait, huh. you were so tired as yeah. a cute little kid I was gardening. White. Oh my god, wow. yeah. that's amazing. Howard Stern swears by napping too. He naps every day after a show. I Napping's think it's fucking bomb. Yeah, mm. I was telling Brent before the podcast that I nap thirty minutes a day. It's like you it, do. I do. It's when? really important. 
during the day. I take it's like usually when I take my lunch. Go in the car. Yeah. Yeah. It's essential. It's really I it's, take naps in the car once in a while. Yeah. Sugar you sometimes crash. you pull over, you have so many cookies. <laughs> that, not so many have cookies. A, that you have a sugar enough crash sugar and you pull over that I'll, to nap I'll take on a the nap highway. I had fruity pebbles and cinnamon toast crunch today. Oh, oh good for you. I know. Oh, and I'm not strong. smoking pot. I love wow. fruity pebbles. Yeah. Fruity pebbles are the best. Golden grams. How how, down. how do you think I mean because you're kind of I mean, drag is becoming such a mainstream thing and you and Changela in the movie. I mean, do you think, where do you see drag in the future? Where is it going? Um, it's limitless. It's like, you know how at Halloween you put the word slutty in front of anything and it gets better? Mm-hmm. If you put the word drag in front of anything, it gets better. Like, I'm, I, as of now, I know I'm going to be the first drag queen on HGTV because I did an episode of House Hunters that's oh, out next year. what? Uh, that's yeah. exciting. Whoa, 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 are you whoa, on whoa, whoa, it? Whoa, whoa, like, are you whoa. moving? <laughs> I'm I'm the hunty. Wait 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 wait. <laughs> For real? Yeah. I mostly hunt out of drag. Yeah. But um the like the the meet the meet the buyer uh the after welcome to my home all that um turning it. Wait and a it, minute. And that's... It's, wait. It, it's true that the way the show works is you had you you You'll found have to the tune house. In and see. <laughs> you found the house and then they show you He's two not other to say houses that. you never would have bought right. I'm so excited for the opportunity, and I can't <laughs> wait for everyone to see it. Wait, did they make my favorite thing about House Hunters is how you? I mean, obviously, this is a different scenario, but usually, they the people have to be as basic and boring as possible, yeah. and they're always seen like picking cheese or like eating frozen <laughs> right. yogurt, making their decision. We know they've made their decision, and they talk to each other as a boring couple. I what really about like you? the one with the gate. I'm so yeah. excited. This is so exciting for yeah. me. The producer I worked with um, was a great. Um, director and she said that they just got a directive where they wanted everything more real yes. and cool. Oh, um, and it's great. This episode is unlike anything of House Hunters you've probably I've watched it for I watched it since I was pissed when they I fired Suzanne Wong. Yeah, I was old school, you know. Yeah, I want to see Suzanne Wong, Wong walking around a neighborhood. HGTV yeah. is just it's my it's my piece. That's yeah. my like goal. He's... Like, I want to be Chris Hardwick meets Martha Stewart. I want yes. my own HGTV oh. show. Oh. I want to be renovating shit. I want to... I'm... I'm convinced that, like, the hosts of Love It or Listed are the most famous people in I America. I love them. In where? They're the most famous people in America, but not everyone is the... willing to admit Hillary that they Clinton watches and they... them religiously. And also, they film that show clearly in, like, Canada. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, weird. Oh, they're very of, weird. A lot of HGTV's content is filmed, except for, like, the Scott Brothers stuff. Like, they're filmed in Canada. Interesting. Scott yeah. Brothers are the Property Brothers? Uh, I, I don't know what their show's called. Yeah, Property Brothers, I think. The Wait, twin. that is so exciting. That's like culture jamming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's like culture jamming. I mean, you are already one of my favorite people, but now that you're going to be on my favorite channel, that is just... I find a way. Where there's a yeah. world and there's a way, I infiltrate anything. <laughs> oh, I wrote a book? Sure. I can be on HGTV? Sure. Yeah. Well, you've done. So you started in acting before you went into drag, or was it vice versa? Or did it converge at the same time? I'm trying to think. My first gig was kind of like androgyny club kid. I got my side card when I was 16 for an MTV show. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my second gig was Sex and the City. um, And that was definitely in drag. Uh, And then after that, I came out here and um, I just started doing featured extra work because it was way more money at Central Casting Mm -hmm. in drag. And it would always be like... Uh, Bridget the Midget, me, somebody with a split tongue, <laughs> and like some weird tattooed people. I knew there was a girl named Lizard who had lizards tattooed as wow. her eyebrow. Wow. Like we were all the club kids that would like just do videos. Our agent was wow. Dragon Talent, like back in the day, um, and we would just gig and do gigs. And there would always be like drag queens being beat up on a cop show, and I did at least ten of those roles. Oh my wow. god! Yeah. So you were doing drag 
but you were you performing drag like in New York beforehand, or you just were like this will work no. on camera? I was bridging tunnel in from New York to Philly doing Tony and Tina's wedding. Oh my um, god! Yeah, and then I got fired from that. Because apparently I threw pasta at someone, but I don't remember because I was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not part of the show? I don't know. I don't know it these should rules. Be. Yeah. I didn't go to acting school. Um, so <laughs> you went to Tony and Tina's school of acting. Yeah, the school of, yeah, school of, uh, <laughs> school of pasta. Um, so I came out here, and I wasn't performing in clubs really until I was like 26, 27. No, probably like 27, 28 when I met Detox and Vicky and started mm. doing this band called Trans K. Yeah. Um, and that was the old iteration of Club Makeup, another band that I performed with that had like a different guest star every month. They had like uh, Linda Perry and Richard O'Brien and mm-hmm. there was a different rotating cast of house band, a different theme every month. Um, and it was a cool party. Adam Lambert was in the band with us. Mm. Really fucking cool people. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I first, I think, heard of you during the Chick-fil-A situation. Yeah, that, that song. Was, Detox and Vicky yeah. were in Trans K with me, Kelly Mantle, Mama, who was mm-hmm. like an L.A. staple, um, and uh, Alaska was in it before I was in it, and then she moved to Pittsburgh. Um, From L.A.? Beautiful Pittsburgh. Yeah, because yeah, she came out to do acting. And, it, and then went back? And then yeah, went she back. worked at Circus yeah. of Books. Yeah. And then um, she uh, moved back to Pennsylvania. Wow. So yeah. you guys were friends before Drag Race. Well, we weren't friends. We knew of each other, and we were in each other's orbit. I saw her get pissed on once <laughs> for a show. She was doing I Will oh, Always, I love, always you. love You. Yeah, it was sickening. It, like, yeah. it made me believe in lip syncing because before that, I was like, I sing live. Fuck that. But like oh, her, wow. seeing certain p- performers who turn it so much lip syncing, like her, Angina did Halo on like Christmas Eve once, wow. Mustache Mondays, like with this hot hipster Jesus where like she was mourning his death at first and then I was like wait that's Easter but I didn't care because I was so in it <laughs> and then by the second like verse she's like uh, she, Jesus wakes up and then by the third verse she's fucking like side saddle riding him and like steal his crowns with thorns like Angina made me believe yeah like in certain people Nina <laughs> Flowers like girls that can turn it Lipsinko where you're just like fuck yeah you yeah. know yeah um, so I don't know what I was talking about <laughs> Alaska, oh, Alaska. I, yeah, clubs. So I wasn't really performing in clubs until yeah. I met Vicky and D and was doing like the chow down Chick Fil A thing. And then I'm kind of the girl that set the standard for how music is released when you're a drag queen yeah. and you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. Which I'm really disappointed because I went to go download the girls' songs this season. Naomi's Pose, yeah. the Brown Cow Stunning, one from uh, Monique, Monique, and um, one other girl's song. And I was like. It's not up. Girls, come on. You're fucking failing. You had one yeah. job. We filmed All-Stars in July. Mm-hmm. These songs should be up, ladies, not just pre-order. Yeah. and like, They're not up, any of them? Huh. I know. I'm always None amazed. Are purchase. I mean, just from... I used to be an event planner, and like the coordination that should just go into how uh, you un, you release things. It just makes sense. Why is this not happening? Well, one of the things is these girls... A lot of these drag managers in the business are like the girl's boyfriends or, oh, I used to be a club promoter and now I'm going to say I'm a manager. Um, So like they're not being like the biggest manager in the business is only there because he was Mimi Amfers' best friend who slept on her couch and now he's like an impresario. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not because he was actually like amazing at his job. He was just managing people and like managing is a strong word. He was booking people. Yeah. Um, He didn't do shit for me. Uh, but it's one of those things where you have one chance and this is a giant platform. Your shit should be in order. Everything should be ready. Yeah. You know, maybe those t-shirts should be ready with yeah. your yeah. catchphrase that yeah. you're shoving down our fucking yes. throat. <laughs> no more sponges. Oh well, um, thanks so much for doing this. We're we done? Really Thank you so yeah. much. Oh, yeah, we could here. talk to you. I mean, I could talk, I could ask you a million more questions. I mean, we'll definitely have you my back number. on. 
As Whoopi, oh, as Whoopi always says in The View, come back. Come back anytime. We don't see you enough. <laughs> anytime. We don't see you enough. Come back. Did you see she one? says to like Bill de Blasio and he's like, you don't want me back. Uh, when uh, some, some uh, she, who cried? Somebody cried when Whoopi was going to, oh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Yes. She was crying. Yeah. I fucking love her. Yeah. I love The View. I love The View. I haven't watched it in a while. Get on it, Willem. Get on it. Thanks oh, for being here. Thank you so much so for doing much. this. Thanks. And another thing. So another thing uh, outside the realm of gay stuff, or maybe not, is uh, thinking about your parents, your parents on social media. Right. I know your mother loves looking at my legs. Oh, she does. My mom always comments on uh, Alan's legs <laughs> and uh, Brent's skin. Yeah. Yep. Always. Which is very generous of her. My mom is on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, it drives you crazy. Drives me crazy. She's on Twitter, but I think it's adorable. Your dad is also on Facebook, and for anyone who doesn't notice, uh, Elliot's dad is pretty easy on the eyes. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) He's a handsome man. But my parents patently refuse to get on all social media, and I applaud them for it. And which at first I was like, I wanted, I just wanted to see my mom's adorable Facebook profile. Mm. I know she would make something kind of ridiculous and silly, Uh, but then, uh, then I was like, yeah, why the fuck would I want my mom on this? Already miserable platform. Are your parents on me social media? Oh, my 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 stepdad uses my mother's Facebook. Um, just look at pictures and shit. Uh, but my mom is secretly techie. She will always say, "Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get any of these things." And then, like a random Instagram like will pop up, or like she'll she'll DM me something, some funny thing on Instagram. And she's she like loves that's great technology, but she she's embarrassed to admit it. She's the queen of the Nest Cam, right? The Nest oh, Cam. Oh, <laughs> she loves the Nest Cam. Oh, wow. We have we have a Nest I Cam outside. Those are just for like we have ADT cams inside the house. Wait, who did you wait? Who did you think they were just for? Oh, I was thinking it was for those those dumbass birds like they you know when people put oh, those oh, cams oh, out yeah. of like nests no, no nest cam is, is like <laughs> security cam- inside yeah, yeah, security, yeah, security cameras security yeah. and outside yeah. the best um, is that you showed me you have access to the security cams yeah. in your house yeah. so I saw your mom your sweet mom like dawdling around the kitchen yeah. at like oh, my 11 cameras all over the house so I mean funny. my my mom I get one thing I do get from my mother is that like I am ready for the killer like we She's know they're coming incredible my yeah. dad my dad too uh, my, literally at all times as children, if there was any noise in the house, mm. my dad basically told us to get into the basement. That, yeah. wow. that it was coming. Like this, <laughs> this was it. Yeah. And it, like sometimes we oh would just be God. eating dinner. He would say, "Silence," <laughs> and we would all have to stop talking because he thought that someone was breaking in to murder us. Yeah. And it's wow. it's so crazy. Like looking back, my dad's of course a wonderful guy. Wonderful. But like looking back, you're like, yeah, he was. He very much had that very, you know, classic father role of like at any given point in time, <laughs> he's gonna multiple people are plotting to kill the family. Wait, well, have... it's also I've I've thought about this because like I have the same instinct. Like the like the other night I was I was telling you earlier yeah. the other night Fraser my cat got his head in a bag somehow like got... literally trying to put on a turtleneck. Yeah, he was trying to do something and it made a lot of noise and it freaked him out and he was running around the apartment. And this was like four a.m. and we I woke up 
like startled thinking someone was in the apartment. Like mm-hmm. I thought there was noise in the living room or something. And I immediately jumped like at the end of the bed and like I was ready to like fight. Like I was ready to do something. And I see this cat running around my, my apartment and it is my instinct. And I was talking to a friend about it and they were like, I was thinking how like, yeah, it's just my nature because I care. I was thinking because I care and I want to protect Michael mm-hmm. and I want to make mm-hmm. sure that everything's okay. And they were like, well, no, it's actually you think you're good enough that you can stop a killer. Yeah, that you're yeah. you you're arrogant enough you're, to be able to take on someone who probably has you're a dead weapon. wrong. Yeah, Wait, and, Brent. Just, oh, sorry. By the way, I have another funny one. Don't forget what you're gonna say. Over Thanksgiving, I was in. I was visiting my parents. It was just us in the family room, which is kind of in the back of the house. Not a big house, but you you can't see the front door. And someone knocked on the door, rang the doorbell at like eight thirty nine o'clock. And I swear to God, my dad said, "Wait here," to my mom and I, <laughs> as if. As if this is it. Yeah, it's like it's over. It's, wait here. That's what that's what you hear in horror movies. Wait, does he have a gun? He does have a gun, I... but he, but like he has like uh he has a sh- like a shotgun. Right. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in terms of social media, I'll say that my uh, you, so you, your mom Alan is is pretty tech savvy enough that she understands like DMing and stuff like that. I heard... still can't type for shit. Uh, okay. No. Yeah. See, my mom also. It's like. She's on Facebook very, very much, very much on Facebook. Yeah. And it's a lot very of like, present. very present on Facebook. And there's a lot of like normal mom stuff. But my mom writes basically in bullet points on, on Facebook and social media. So everything is just like Hanukkah or like there's yeah. no there's no explanation. <laughs> there's no, you know, exposition. It's just it's like reading like deadline news or something. My mom, when I first tried to get her to, to join Facebook, uh, all she said was, I don't want my face plastered all over the Internet. That's the best. <laughs> and that's why I've heard, too, also people like your stepdad. <clears throat> I've heard a, I feel like I've heard a lot of our friends' parents say their parent is on Facebook under a pseudonym or they uh-huh. sneak. They, like, go on through their spouses. Like, yeah. they it's so funny. It's like, yeah, it's you, it's not dangerous. Like, Facebook isn't dangerous. Yeah. But Facebook really has be, I mean, my mom can use Instagram not well. She doesn't understand anything about anything. filters. Right. She doesn't understand. I have to like beg her to take down pictures where I look like a behemoth. <laughs> I couldn't look uglier. And she goes, it's a great picture. And I go, it's terrible. Yeah. You know, take it down. And she goes, don't look at it. I'm like, yeah. that's not it how it not... works. That's not how it works. It drives me fucking Your crazy. Your mom is so funny. She's so funny. But God, I would pay, I would pay a monthly subscription fee if I could keep her off of all social media. Yeah. Huh. I would. Have you offered that? No, but I've flagged some of her comments. Comments, <laughs> pictures. You yeah. flag them? If she doesn't want to take the picture down, I'm flagging it. Um, <laughs> we have a very contentious relationship when it comes to Facebook. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> she doesn't know that I flag it. You're and now your as a result, I'm a Russian spam bot. <laughs> but we'll see how much she listens to this podcast if she actually <laughs> confronts me about me flagging her content. Oh, she's going to send you a lot of shit from Well, it is inappropriate. It is inappropriate. What would what your, your aunt, aunt say? Brent, what would your Aunt Ramona say about something we heard on today's podcast? She said, if I joined Facebook, would you friend me? We are, and we know the answer. The answer is no. <laughs> you would wipe her from, from Facebook no, if you could. be blocked. You think she'd post MAGA shit? Um, you still don't know if she actually voted for Trump. Yeah. Uh, she. I mean, she did. Uh, I don't think she would post it. I, yeah. Yeah. I know my Aunt Joanne would say... Um, 
Leave your mother alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> Antoine's not like that at all, but I'm making her sound like Linda Richmond. Yeah, more and more we fine. do the podcast. Alan, what about Aunt Anne? My Aunt Anne would say, I don't understand. You can't have a prolapsed heart. Only an anus. <laughs> <laughs> would you explain to Aunt Anne what he's the reference? Does she know what? A, she doesn't know what a prolapsed anus is. I don't think I know what a prolapsed anus. Well, you is. don't want to know. You don't. You wanna don't want to know. know. I'm already getting light. You don't want to know. Thank you for listening to this episode <laughs> of You're Making It Worse. I'm Elliot Glazer. Oh, I'm Brent Sullivan. Brent Sullivan's still alive momentarily. I'm H. Allen Scott.